What's the difference between a pet and a snack? I just want to get back to the lake to get a drink. I've had a very hard day, like so many others. Too much work, no downtime. You know how it goes in this wild, wild world. Anyway, I'm making my way to the lake for little R&R when I see two babies laying face down in the woods. So I kick one. Not hard, just sort of a nudge to see if it'll respond. It rolls a bit, then rides like an overturned turtle. For a moment, just a moment, my day looks a little brighter. I lean down to investigate, but the little monster grabs my hair and coos. It is deeply humiliating. What is wrong with these creatures? It's flailing and it punches the other one and that one starts to cry. This is the most horrible sound I have ever heard. I have no idea what the species does to survive, but then I think about the pups I lost last month and suddenly I have to shut the damn thing up. I lay down against them. They do not hesitate. They latch onto me like leeches on a prairie girl, and I have to admit, it is pleasant. I didn't even notice I was overfull and achy until they sidled up and relieved me. No wonder it was such a bad day. I always forget to check for pain when I'm grumpy. I can still use a drink, though, so when I finally finish slurping down every drop, going back. I can still use a drink, though, so when they finally finish slurping down every drop I can muster, they start making weird, squeaky sounds. I have never heard anything like it, kind of like a mouse coughing midstream. Then one of them has a bubble coming out of its nose. So, I try asking it its name. Nothing. It just stares at me, writhing again. Clearly, it cannot roll over, much less get up, and they think we're inferior. I have never seen anything so dumb. What good is a creature that can't control its limbs? The damn things can't possibly survive. I think I should just have a nice snack. But that suckling was such a relief. Maybe I can just slowly wean them, then have them as a snack later. Seems only fair. I feed them, they feed me. So, I lean in to scruff one of them and take it back to my den, but there's a problem no scruff. How do their parents carry them? It's like everything about these things is a design flaw. Eventually, I just punt roll it over to the cave. Anyone sane would be terrified, but they are delighted. I still need that drink. I know they might become somebody else's snack while I'm gone, but whatever. I didn't have them 25 minutes ago. It would be no great loss. I go get a nice long drink, then head back to the den for a nap. When I get there, there's a fox. A fox! Like, who's the major canine in the forest? Not this stupid little red thing. The idiots are my future snack, not his. So I scare the little freak away and go lay down. They suckle up to me again, and I nap a while. It feels so good not to have aching teeth. Oh, I had forgotten... They learn slowly. It's like there's something terribly wrong with their tiny brains, but I have to admit I'm still enjoying the nursing. I hadn't realized how much I missed it when I lost those pups. I thought it was a relief. Who wants a bunch of yapping strangers around? But these things don't yap. 
they mostly just stare into space. It's been a full season, and they can hardly move about. They flail and squirm just enough to be entertaining. And they are entertaining. They move like snakes. Who knew they went through a snake phase? I'm starting to think I shouldn't eat them since they're clearly not all right. It has been two seasons now, and they can barely scoot along like little Orestes. Okay, in truth, they cannot move as well as my little Orestes did on the day he was born, but they can finally move. They are still nursing. Who knew one could go this long? But you know, I'm getting used to it, and it was nice to come home to little things that are too stupid to do anything but snuggle. It's been a full year, and my two little imbeciles have completely failed their hunting season. Instead, they've begun imitating trees. They cling tightly to my fur as they struggle to move. I understand now that their mother had to leave them due to their de severe developmental learning disabilities. Whoop. I understand now that their mother had to leave them due to their severe developmental disabilities, yet I have come to appreciate my pets. I have not bothered to name them as I can't imagine a world in which they would learn those names. Snuggling is less appealing in these warm months, but their entertainment value has soared. Every attempted movement resembles a practical joke as they teeter to and from with wild abandon, occasionally face-planting with their huge heads that become really heavy and overbalance them. They haven't figured out how to eat berries. They open up their mouths really wide and ingest significant amounts of foliage as well. Who knew this would turn into so much fun? Two years have passed now, and I can no longer even dream of devouring my boys. I cannot imagine. You cannot imagine my surprise when they named each other a year or so ago. I have no idea where they got those ridiculous names, but it just adds to their fun factor. After a lull, the screeching has returned, but now it seems joyful instead of like an assault. I guess that's what love does, make one slightly more willing to be audibly abused. I'm glad I'm single, but I'm also glad I share my den with my wonderful pets. It's funny how they just grow into members of the household. My own pups, born two months ago have surpassed these two in every way, yet the eight of them love frolicking and pile-snuggling. I have to admit that I like it as well. It's been eight years since I took in the twins. While they were slow, very slow, starters, they really have taken off. Not only do they know their names, they name everything they see shortly before trying to catalog it. They have learned to talk, not just learned to talk. You can't stop them from talking. They are strong and healthy. Sometimes I think that it's a shame that their parents didn't stick with them long enough to realize there was hope. It's amazing that I did. I guess we're just lucky that I lost that litter of pups. Otherwise, I would have had a nice lunch and never known what I missed. I never imagined how much my pets can give. They stroke me and snuggle me, and I love the way their bellies feel when they make that strange broken screeching sound they like so much. It usually happens after something ridiculous. Sometimes I find myself imitating it too, just to bond. It's good to join in. They've become my pack. My boys left me six months ago. A man was wandering through the woods and came upon them. 
I called them into the cave, but they did not come. He gave them strange things, and they ate them. They seemed happy. He lured them away with his savage treats. I followed from a safe distance, hiding among the trees. I could tell that he was also strange. He lives with sheep. I waited outside his strange den for two days before I saw my boys. They came out with odd things all over their bodies and holding sticks. They stood near the sheep, but I ran toward them. The man saw me and charged me back. I took off into the woods. I waited until the next day. One of my beautiful boys gave me some of his food. Then he called to his brother and we snuggled for a few minutes. When the man came out, they pretended to chase me back into the woods. Now I visit them every few days. We spend time playing together. They are not morons anymore. I miss them so much. I run up and they chase me, yelling my name. If their real mother knew what they'd grown into, she probably wouldn't have abandoned them. Luckily for me, she didn't. This story, of course, is a little different. She isn't a deity, but an ally or an avatar, someone who stands in at the request of a deity. I want to make sure to invite you to join me at the Yorkshire Festival of Story on November 23rd, where I'll be talking about the super fun direction I'll be taking Guess the God. I look forward to seeing you there, or wherever our paths cross. Take good care, and special thanks to the fantastic Zoe Magic for her phenomenal editing skills.